Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. Hey everyone, welcome to My King Ministries. This is King Cast, and uh, today in our conversation, uh, we were talking a little bit about David and Goliath and some things surrounding the, that whole event that took place in the Old Testament. And we want to call this podcast, You Slay the Giant. And the reason we want to call it You Slay the Giant is because I think sometimes, or we, Colton, I think sometimes people think God's going to do everything for them. That they don't have to be really part of anything or part of what God's doing. Just God will just uh, intervene in their lives or in other people's lives and make things happen almost unexpectedly for people. And really, when we look at Scripture, we really don't see that happening at all. We always see that God is working with somebody. Yeah, He wants to do it in partnership. Yeah, in partnership with God. He doesn't want to be, you know, just around or over or under or all those things. He wants to do it in partnership. And I'm always reminded of, of, of the story of Mary and the angel when uh, the angel told Mary she was going to be impregnated uh, by the Holy Ghost and that Jesus was going to be born in Luke chapter 1, verse 37. And the scripture says, the angel said to Mary, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So it wasn't like God made Mary be the mother. Mm. They Mary had to agree, and Mary said, okay, so be it unto me. Mm-hmm. And so she had to agree that with her and the Holy Ghost uh, that this was going to come to pass. And so from there, I always realized, you know, everything that happens is because we desire God to be part of our lives and that we work together with Him, and He lets us know certain things that should take place. And so that's kind of how God works. He never just does anything on His own. You had some really good thoughts about over, under, and for. And... Yeah, yeah. I think, um, could God do all those things by himself? Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would, I, I think it defeats the purpose of that relationship piece, which he that's his greatest um, desire is to be in relationship with you. Um, so he wants to do things with you. Um not it's not God under us it's not God over us or it's not for God so so what does that look like when um when we put God under us um when we treat um God as being under us it's that we I think it's it's that a view of of we use him maybe it's a business savvy person who goes well I don't have time to spend in church or prayer I just want God to bless my business. Mm-hmm. So they use him, God under me. And when the business is going good, they forget about it. They forget about yeah. him, you know. Um, God over us um, is is that mindset of like, it's, it's all his sovereignty. It actually doesn't even matter what I say or do. Yeah. He's just going to do it. Um, and, and we, I don't know where we get that in the Bible. There. God is sovereign. Yes, he can he can do what he wants, but he's he's doing it in partnership with yeah. you. In his sovereignty, you, he decided, you know, we're going to let man have part of yeah. all the decisions on the earth. You even and for God is um that that mindset of if I do x y and z, then it makes God respond. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like this genie where you got to you got to say the right things, do the right things, 
and then God shows up magically to do the thing you need. Because he's so happy with us. Yeah, because he's so happy with us. Um, But I think as we read through the Bible, we see this relationship aspect where he wants to do it with you. And and, um, I, this is a common verse, uh, Mark 16, and this is where he's talking about going out and doing miracles and healing the sick and driving out demons, speaking in tongues, um, you know, and at the end of all, after saying all of that, it says, as the Lord himself constantly worked with them. Mm-hmm. validating the message they preached with miracle signs that accompanied them. So, with them, it took them first stepping out to preach the yeah. thing and act on the thing they're preaching, and then in partnership, God validates what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah, and even even laying hands on the sick, that's yeah. our responsibility. Yeah. It's not like this supernatural hand of God comes out of the sky and all of a sudden we see it on someone's forehead as they pray. God says, no, you lay hands on the sick and I'll do the miracle through you. Yeah. And so these are always together with people. God's always wanting to be part of us. He's never like saying, listen, I'm God and I know what's better for you. No, he wants you to be part of that and make some decisions. And where we got this title from, You Slay the Giant, David and Goliath, when we look on, when we look at David... You know, sometimes I've heard people say, oh, David was just this great faith giant that, man, he just had so much faith that Goliath was going to uh, die with his rocks uh, that, you know, David almost didn't have any part to play in it. But when you look at what David said, David said from experience, I've killed the lion and the bear, mm-hmm. he told Saul. Yeah. So Goliath is not going to be a problem. He's already experienced some things. He picked five stones out of the brook. Yeah. If he thought, you know, God's just going to do this thing for me, why not just take one stone? Yeah. And it says five smooth stones. Yeah. He knew the smooth stones fly true and straight. Yeah. And that they're the most powerful rather than a jagged stone. So he picked five smooth stones. Why put that in the Bible if it's not relevant? Yeah. So it was relevant. Sure, David trusted God. David spoke faith in God. He said, God's going to be behind me when I do this thing. But he still picked up five rocks. Just in case that first one didn't do the job. He was going to sling the second one. But in the end, it was God and him working together. And I really believe that that first rock, because David spoke faith in God, because he picked up the five rocks, Mm -hmm. because he knew that God had shown him, even when he was looking after his sheep, Mm -hmm. how to kill the lion and the bear. Sometimes we think God's just going to ask us to do something without any experience at all. And to me, it's always been a progression till when we see the real big supernatural things. Mm-hmm. And so he picked those five stones up and then God got behind it and, mm-hmm. and, and chopped the head of the... Yeah, and I think it's a cool, cool story because I think actually David had a moment where he could have chose to partner with man. Yeah, that was good, yeah. Instead good. of with God. Yeah. And so Saul presents his armor and says, put all this armor on, put this sword on, yeah. grab this spear... So he could have done it with Saul, but he knew um, it was with God. He had a confidence and a faith that God was with him yeah. in doing it. So he didn't use the mold of someone else to, to do what he felt called to do. Yeah. And how many times in life do we kind of do that too? We look at someone else's mold and think, well, that's how we need to be or something. Yeah. Rather than us spending time with God and finding what he wants us to do. And with him, we can accomplish things. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we see that even like 
maybe in an organization or in a yeah. ministry or something, we want to be like someone else. Yeah. Or we want to pray like someone yeah. else. Or we want to preach like someone else. Exactly. And God is like, no, no, it's you and me. Yeah. I created you a certain way. You be you. Yeah. I'll work through you yeah. being you, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. Of Abraham, um, God didn't just come down and punish the city. No, he first came down to talk about it and yep. and let Abraham in on what his plan was. That's a partnership. That's that's relationship. That's doing it with someone. That's mm -hmm. like me and Aaron. I don't just go out and buy a vehicle without first saying <laughs> to Aaron, "Hey, should we buy one?" Should we buy one? <laughs> okay, so that's what's happening here. Is, and I mean, this is God deciding I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. And he asked Abraham, what was Abraham saying? And right? Abraham replies, would you destroy it if there was 50 righteous people? And God says, no. And then he goes down. Oh, maybe I should, maybe there isn't 50. Maybe I should, 40, 30, 20. Yeah. He stops at 10 and God even says, even if there's 10 people, I won't destroy it. Imagine if Abraham said one. Yeah. What, if, what, what would have happened in partnership with Abraham, um, I believe God would have. Yeah, I do too. Um, saved, saved the city. Yeah. Saved the city. Yeah. And then you, uh, you go and you see it with. Yeah, I, I was thinking of Noah. Noah. Yeah, there's Noah. I mean, God's going to flood the earth, and He tells Noah what He's going to do, and He says, "Build an ark, because I want to save you." But Noah knew what was going on, even though it was all foreign to him. Exactly. Like, what is this rain going to look like? Yeah. Like, what is this going to be? I'm going to build this big thing. Yeah, it never rained up until yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's wild. But why tell Noah? Why not just supernaturally float them in the air above the water <laughs> yeah. for, for whatever, 40 days and 40 nights yeah. and then set them down? No, they built an ark. They actually labored in it. It took years, some say mm -hmm. up to 100 years, and he saved his family. And then they started over again with yeah. him and his three sons, and they populated the earth and it's always God working with mm -hmm. people yeah all through the Old Testament we really see it totally yeah. you see you see this when Moses comes up to the Red yeah. Sea or this is a this is a moment where God could have just been like oh man they're coming up to a roadblock bloop part the sea yeah. let them walk through yeah. but no he does it in partnership with Moses and says Go out, hold your staff over the water, mm -hmm. and then it parts. That's right. God always wants to use you in partnership with what he's doing. Right. Bring it back to a personal level. I don't know. I've experienced this and um, in, in some working realms where you're asked to do something and you're trying to figure it out. But the person who knows how to do it just comes and goes, oh, just let me do it. Yeah. And then they do it. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Makes you feel like, what was the point of me even being here? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. But I think God wants to be in partnership with mm -hmm. us. He wants to, to do it with you, to wrestle through it, to help you. He's like the really good teacher. <laughs> when God created us, he created us for a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. He created us for a sense of satisfaction, contentment, yeah. all those things needs to produce something in our lives to be able to sense that. Yeah. You know, a joy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then there's always there's always the other side of things. Yeah. How are you going to ever know what joy is if you never experience sadness? Yeah. Right? How are you going to experience love if you've never experienced death yeah. or separation? So all those yeah. things God put into place so that we would 
know how to function on the earth. But mm. when he rested on the seventh day, I believe he really rested because he said, it's theirs. Mm -hmm. uh, I've created this great thing. He said, everything was good. And then he said, go ahead and, uh, mm -hmm. and occupy. And we've messed up time and time again, and he had to send Jesus to fix it. Uh, but now we look at it really individually and ourselves mm -hmm. and how we can keep this relationship with God going. And it's amazing when we let him in and we allow him to speak and then we do what he says, supernaturally things always turn around yeah. in our life. He's always there for us. Yeah. Always there for us. So that's cool. Yeah, I think it's interesting too um, and why I think God wants to do it with us. Um, I mean, Emmanuel. God yeah, with, with us. us. And and so I yeah, think that's good. I think he could have he could just do it all. Um, but he's this invisible God, right? So the invisible is now seen in the visible, which is man, and it's Christ in that man. So it points back to this world that God with us mm -hmm. aspect. Because there is it's not like Moses held his staff over the water and Moses made it happen. Exactly. It was God with, with Moses. Moses. So I think there is that aspect of like God wants to use you because it actually points back to him. Yeah. You can't make those things happen exactly. unless it's with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of parting, um, the Red Sea, also when they parted the Jordan, when they went across yeah. the Jericho, right? And then we have Joshua and Joshua's like, I need to see the sign, Lord, like you're for me like you were for Moses. Yeah. And, but what did God say? God says, throw the ark on the shoulders of those priests, and when their feet hit the water, then yeah. I will split the Jordan and you'll yeah. cross over to go to Jericho. But before that, they could have stood and stood until mm -hmm. their shoulders were sore. Yeah. Nothing would have happened. Yeah. As soon as they put their feet in the water, whew, yeah. it went back the same way, and they crossed over. Yeah. So it's amazing when we read the Bible sometimes how people get into this, well, I can just sit on my sofa and God will take care of everything for me. Yeah. Well, and when he doesn't, we try to find out, we try to figure out how to give God credit for our bad stuff <laughs> yeah. that's happening to us yeah. when we never tried or believed God for things. Mm -hmm. You know, prayer and faith and, you know, spoke faith. Like David spoke so much faith in God and he couldn't even be born again with the Spirit of God on the inside of him like we can. And I think, oh, Lord, forgive me sometimes. I don't have that faith in you mm. that I see some of these Old Testament guys had, right? So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we could finish off, um, it's you said something key, and it's that part where as they stepped into the water. Mm -hmm. And so if I could encourage you guys, if we could encourage you guys today, it would be in the command to go. In the command as they went in the command as yeah. they're doing and and to bring it back to that mark verse it says as they went and preached the gospel the lord himself constantly worked with them mm -hmm. validating the message that they preached with miracle signs and wonders that accompanied them so um like we've been saying all this time you can't just sit back and expect it God is in partnership with you, but he's asking you to do something, and it's as you step out of the boat Amen. that it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so true.